Chapter 4 Last Name No. It's yours, darling. What time is it? Dino. Early. Gonna ignore it, don't care. Sleepy. Actually. Come here. Oh for the love of fuck. Sirius lashed his arm out to snatch his phone from the nightstand, but the short charger cable held fast and yanked the phone from his hand. Ah, why? Sirius buried his head under his pillow in an attempt to smother his misery. A low, husky chuckle from behind him made a shiver run down his spine. Not a morning person? Only monsters and James Potter like the hours between 4 and 11 a.m. Remus's hand snaked across his waist and pulled Sirius flush to his chest. Um, you were pretty excited about 5 a.m., if memory serves. Sirius had been very excited about 5 a.m., when he rolled in his sleep and somehow convinced an equally sleep-dazed Remus into some heavy snogging and lazy hand jobs. Well, if every morning started off with you in my bed, it... Sirius cut himself short and covered his face with a pillow. That. Hush. Remus started placing soft, open-mouthed kisses along the bare expanse of Sirius's shoulder, working his way up to his neck, nibbling at the jut of his spine at the base and nuzzling into his hair. It's too early to overthink. God damn it. Reckon whoever that is'll call if you keep ignoring them? Sirius glared down at his phone. It had fallen face up and his lock screen was littered with notifications. All texts from James in varying stages of emojis and words. Yes, he sighed. But. Go. Answer it. Remus gave him a brisk tap on the hip. Go on, git. Not a git, just horny and sleepy. Nevertheless, Sirius slowly inched away to drape himself over the edge of the bed and grabbed his phone. You can be horny and sleepy when you've told your friends I haven't murdered you and taken your body to a pig farm. Sirius froze, sat up straight, and cocked a brow Remus's way. A pig farm? Yeah, there's one up near Apex where restaurants send their scraps. Remus was laying on his side, easy as you please, calmly regarding Sirius. The duvet was folded down, and most of his chiseled torso was revealed, a stark contrast to the ice white of the sheets. Aha. Uh -huh. And everyone knows if you want to get away with murder you just take the body to some pigs because they'll eat everything, teeth and bones and all. No, not everyone knows that. Huh. Really? Should I be concerned that you know that? Remus flashed him a toothy grin and grabbed his waist to haul Sirius on top of him. Their bodies slotted together nicely, and Sirius almost forgot about his valid concern and the phone in his hand. <coughs> Almost. Nah. Spent a lot of time confined to a lazy boy with nothing to do but listen to a ton of true crime podcasts. Remus smoothed Sirius's hair away from his face, and the casual affection Sirius saw in his eyes made his chest tight. God, fuck. Okay. Hang on. Sirius leaned in to kiss Remus but thought better of it at the last moment, skating his lips over to his stubble-covered jaw instead. A snog break would absolutely guarantee a verbal James Potter wellness check.
I'm unmurdered and have all of my parts. K. 115 texts and I get K. Yeah. Wow. Laughing face. Love you be safe have lots of cowboy sex. Sirius rolled his eyes and tossed his phone across the room to the plush love seat. Pillock. Remus shifted below him, spreading his legs and tilting his hips up so they fit together much better. He's just looking out for you. It's sweet. I know. He's the best, but he's also not my mum. Don't see your mum or friends blowing your phone up. Remus huffed a laugh. My mom knows I'm fine and my friends are all sane and still asleep. Yeah. My mum's a harpy. Yours. Yours is good with what you do? Not that there's anything wrong with it. At all. Just. Mums, you know? Uh-huh. She was at the show last night. Sirius snapped his head up from where he was trying to memorize the freckle-scar-freckle pattern on Remus's shoulder. You're having a laugh. Nope. She's watched all my rides. Every bull ride. Remus corrected with a wink. Every single one since I was seven. Steer, bull, machine, whatever. That's... Sirius didn't know what to say. Dedicated? Mental? Amazing. Yeah, she's the best. I think she likes that I'm a stripper, actually. Whole lot safer than riding bulls. Sirius's mom. Walberga would quite literally screech if he dared to do something that would bring further shame to the family. Being gay was bad enough, apparently. Showing off his body would probably get him formally disowned which, honestly, could be worse. Why did you quit? Did you age out or? Remus snorted and Sirius scowled. What? I know literally nothing about it. I don't know how old you are. You could just be a very well-maintained 40-year-old. Remus laughed and rolled them until he was straddling Sirius's hips, smirking down at him with his hands on either side of his head. Would have thought my short recovery time had convinced you otherwise, but I don't know. Maybe they breed them different across the pond. He dropped a peck, far too brief, on Sirius's mouth before pulling safely out of reach. Stopped a little over two years ago. Had a bad wreck. That's a fall. And got completely fucked. One, though. Just needed a change. Something a little easier on my ma, you know? Sirius regretted asking, because there was a tightness to Remus's face that wasn't there before, and he felt distant despite hovering over him. Do you miss it? Wow. He really couldn't shut up. Sometimes. Remus's face softened and a wistful look took the place of the discomfort. The thrill is almost inimitable. Almost. Well, riding that mechanical bull with you last night came pretty damn close. I kept worrying I was gonna fall and miss my shot. There was zero chance of that. I. Yeah. I'd have gone home with you the minute you said hello. Well, that's before I knew you were easy. Remus teased and kissed him, nice and long and slow, and their bodies rolled together, warm and languid from sleep and absolutely delightful. Do you want breakfast first, or? Sirius grabbed the back of Remus's neck to drag him down for another kiss, trusting that to convey his preference. Remus sat back on his haunches and spread Sirius's thighs. His arse was wonderfully sore 
but the idea of taking more from Remus had him fully hard in a matter of seconds. Oh yeah? Remus grinned and wrapped his hand around Sirius's cock. Thought I'd never meet someone who wants it as much as I do. He leaned down and gave Sirius an absolutely filthy kiss. But you're a cockslet, aren't you? He whispered it in his ear, extra quiet like he was worried Sirius wouldn't like it. Oh fuck. Sirius arched into his hand, heat flooding his body. That name from anyone else, from Evan, most recently, had filled him with shame and self-loathing, but from Remus, it sounded. Reverent. Yeah, just a. Oh. Remus reached between Sirius's legs to pet at his hole, swollen and sore and still loosened from last night. Think you can? Yes. Sirius rocked his hips so Remus's finger slid into the first knuckle. It was far from comfortable, being a dry finger in his well-used arse, but that just made him hotter. Unless you. Remus was already leaning over to grab another condom and the lube from the nightstand. How about this? He began, rolling the condom down his gorgeous cock. Come back to mine and fuck me in my own bed. This isn't. Nah, I don't live in the city full-time, and this isn't where I normally stay. But, do you really want to talk about that right now? Remus made a show of drizzling far too much lube over his cock, and the wet schlick of his hand broke Sirius's last thread of control. Later. Please. Fuck me. Remus pushed Sirius's legs back and lined himself up. You're sure you can tay? Fuck me or so help me God. Remus, I'll do it myself. Fortunately, Remus either took his threat as a promise or couldn't hold back either. Sirius would take either as an accomplishment, and slid into the hilt in one smooth thrust. It knocked the breath out from Sirius's lungs as a deep moan, his entire body alight with satisfaction at the burn. It was perfect. You, Eris Dibino, fuck, Remus groaned, slowly rocking against Sirius's body. It felt like drowning, but in a good way a gradual build of sensation that overwhelmed and dragged him under, the fury of the sea pulling him down and holding him, Poseidon reclaiming the land. Sirius's inner thoughts then ceased to make any sense whatsoever when Remus pushed his knees to his ears and whipped into him in a distinctly mourning person way. Sirius knew he was flexible. It was, in fact, a point of pride, but this was pushing his limits. His hips hurt and his spine protested the new angle all while the rest of his body reveled in it. Fuck, there. God, don't stop. Sirius whimpered. Fucking whimpered. Before trailing off into a deep, continual moan. Could. Do this all day, never leave. Ramus panted, his fingers digging into the firm flesh of Sirius's thighs, his eyes intent on Sirius's face. Just live here buried in you. Sirius threw his arm across his eyes. You. Ah. You foo fuck. Remus. I'm. Shit. Remus didn't let up and didn't change the angle, but he did release one of Sirius's legs to pinch one of his nipples between thumb and forefinger. You can't just say stuff like that. Getting the words out was a lot harder than Sirius anticipated with how thoroughly Remus was fucking him. He was rarely reduced to this state, and even then only after hours of foreplay and edging to push him nearer and nearer and all it took from Remus was a few words and his captivating golden eyes. Remus leaned up, using his long body to his advantage, 
and nipped at Sirius's jaw and neck. What if I mean them? Remus's thrust slowed to nothing and he stopped, fully buried in Sirius's body, looking him dead on. Sirius swallowed hard and draped his arms around Remus's shoulders. Then you're as mad as I am, he whispered. Was that the same emotion he feels reflected in Remus's eyes? Or is he just projecting, transferring his feelings into the man currently fucking his brains out? He projected with Evan. He knew that now. Convinced himself Evan felt differently. The signs are there, in the fallout. But Remus. You have to be about eight kinds of crazy to get on a bull. Is it such a leap to this? No. Sirius decided immediately. So fuck me every morning. Wake up next to me. Learn how I take my tea. Watch me do my skin care fuck fuck fuck. Remus took that moment to start moving again, just grinding straight into Sirius's prostate with short, hard thrusts that made his vision go blurry and his tongue heavy. Are you? Close. Sirius confirmed, hanging on for dear life. Remus rose up onto his knees, practically crawling into Sirius in the process, and hauled Sirius's hips up. A distantly conscious part of Sirius's brain resolved to make him pay, in a very sexy way, for this new uncomfortable position, with all of his weight on his shoulders, but the plan leading to that goal sort of dissipated in the sensation of Remus fucking into him. Touch yourself. Hurry. Come on, gorgeous. Darling. Sirius corrected but obeyed anyway, nearly sobbing in relief from finally touching his dick. Darling. Remus repeated, an intense look on his face. Sirius shut his eyes so he didn't convince himself into believing things that weren't true, so he didn't drown in the vibrance of Remus's gold eyes. Sirius came after a particularly well-aimed thrust, spilling thick ropes of it onto his own chest. A drop of it landed on Remus's jaw and dribbled down his neck, and Sirius reached up to wipe it off with his thumb. Remus inhaled sharply, still fucking into Sirius's body like he might die if he stopped and watched as Sirius licked his thumb clean. God! Ramus groaned, snapping his hips once, twice, three more times before coming, his thrust slowing to rolling, fluid shallow things until he finally stopped. He stayed buried in Sirius for several long seconds, and Sirius had no inclination to ask him to move. Eventually, Remus's cock softened enough that he slipped out, and only then did he roll onto his back tying off the condom and tossing it into the bin across the room. He was beautiful, his golden-brown skin covered in a fine sheen of sweat, the burnished gold of his curls darkened at his hairline, every ridge and angle of him something for Sirius to feast his eyes on. Sirius turned onto his side, cum-covered stomach and lube-slick arse be damned, and traced the outline of the tattooed wolf's profile on Remus's thigh. If Remus minded, he didn't say anything, just put his arm around Sirius to keep him close and pressed a kiss to the side of his head. You're a bit of trouble, aren't you? He asked, far more fondly than those words were usually said in Sirius's presence. Yes, that's usually an accusation most men make before fucking me ten ways to Christmas. Remus chuckled and gave him a little squeeze. It's not an accusation, just an observation. Ah, yes, that makes it much better, Sirius said dryly. It's not a bad thing. Well, it could be. I don't know. Remus sighed, sounding like he was cross with himself, and threaded his fingers through Sirius's sleep-must hair. 
I already really liked you. A lot. And you're going back to England at the end of the week, and... Hey. Sirius interrupted. He cupped Remus's jaw and turned his head for a slow, soft kiss. I really like you too. It's mental, but... He shrugged, and Remus nodded his understanding. Let's not think about the end of the week just yet. Let's. Remus's phone rang, loudly, buzzing on the polished surface of the nightstand, and Remus frowned. Sorry, I could be my. Shit. He looked at his phone and groaned. I forgot about Maria. Dread crept up Sirius's body from the fallen-out void of his stomach, replacing the nice, warm fuzzies that had started to take up residence next to the butterflies. Matea sounded like a woman's name, likely Remus's girlfriend, the one he left at home while he stripped. The one who was bored at night without him. Remus brought him to a hotel room because his girlfriend was at his flat, and this was an affair, wasn't it? That's why he was trouble. Remus finally looked up from his frantic texting and sighed, raking a hand through his sweaty hair. I know I promised you breakfast and... and tea not coffee, but... But you have to get home to your girlfriend. Remus blinked. What? Or your wife. Maria. Your gorgeous girl waiting for you at your flat? Remus's laughter startled Sirius. It wasn't mocking or cruel, not a gotcha, laugh, but it was loud and Sirius was not following along. You. No. No, Sirius. No. I don't have a wife, or a girlfriend. Or a boyfriend, for the record. Maria is my dog. Oh. Oh. You have a dog. Uh-huh. Not a girlfriend. Uh-huh. So you are gay. Well. Remus laughed and threw his leg over Sirius's hip, dragging him closer. Bye. But that's not up for debate after this morning and last night, is it? Sirius couldn't help but smile and tucked his face into Remus's neck. Ten years ago, he'd have kicked up a huge fuss and not even stopped to hear Remus out. Younger Sirius had a flashpoint temper and severe abandonment issues, and he sabotaged relationships right out of the gate more often than not. Not that this thing with Remus was a relationship. It was just a one-night stand and mind-blowing morning sex afterwards and deep, soul-bearing conversations in between. Yeah. Smoke and a shower? Remus offered. Do I need to put on clothes? Sirius didn't even know where his clothes were. I'd be heartbroken if you did. It wasn't the first time Sirius had smoked naked on a balcony, but it was the first time he smoked naked on a balcony while getting a blowjob. He could get used to that, that's for sure, even if it made breathing significantly harder. He returned the favor in the shower with a soapy hand job and wandering fingers, and decided he absolutely needed to fuck Remus in his own bed, as previously offered. It was nearly one o'clock by the time they stepped out of the large shower stall, and Sirius caught Remus just looking at him while he toweled off. What? Nothing. You're gorgeous. And? Remus stepped close and pressed two fingers to a dark bruise on Sirius's hip that made him hiss. And covered in these. You are, too. Sirius observed, ghosting his lips on a bite mark he'd left on Remus's shoulder. It was so easy to fall back into him, and even though he knew his balls were empty, so wonderfully empty, his opportunistic dick twitched in interest. You're not going to get into any trouble at work, are you? Not. 
Remus walked to the door and grabbed a clothing bag from the closet. Don't dance during the week and they'll be gone by then. Sirius told himself he wasn't bothered by that. Here, had these washed for you. Hope that's okay. He handed Sirius his clothes from last night, freshly laundered. I was doing mine anyway, since I sort of forgot to bring a bag by and you had me dripping pre into my briefs all night. God. Sirius groaned, cupping himself. Your trouble. Remus flashed him a crooked grin and winked. You like it? Yeah, I do. It came out soft and wistful rather than teasing, and Sirius internally berated himself. One night stand. That's it. He pulled on his clothes and tied his wet hair up off his neck with a rubber band he tucked in his pocket. Remus's arms encircled his waist, and in the reflection of the mirror, Sirius watched him kiss the revealed back of his neck, his own hair dripping onto Sirius's shirt collar. I've got to get my dog for my friend. I. Can I see you again? Yes. Sirius immediately replied, too relieved to be embarrassed at the swiftness of his reply. I mean, yeah, if you'd like. I normally head home for the week on Sundays, and I don't want to keep you from your friends, but... I'm not ready to say goodbye either. Sirius turned his head to kiss Remus, long and slow, and wonderful even at the odd angle. Let me just check in with my friends, yeah? They were all pretty desperate to meet you before the show last night. Invite John to dinner tonight. I've already amended our reservation at the Golden Steer. Eight o'clock. You sure? That took a while. Fun morning? Winky face. I'm sure. Our treat, too. He kept you busy, and presumably happy, all night. We ought to thank him properly. Thanks, I think. I'll ask him. When Sirius walked back to the ensuite, he heard Remus talking animatedly on the phone in Spanish. Sirius had no idea what he was saying, and it could very well be bad news or a reaction to a death or something, but listening to him made Sirius's skin feel too hot, and he subtly readjusted himself in his trousers. Multiple orgasms and you've still not fucked him out of your system. He chided himself. Ridiculous. Sirius went to fetch his shoes, and Remus joined him on the couch a few minutes later. Sorry about that, my ma had a lot to say. Oh. I mean, no problem. What about? Well, I normally drive straight home on Sunday mornings to help her, and that's where I spend the week. Shit, did I get you in trouble? Is she cross? Sirius knew all about disappointing mothers. Remus laughed and swooped in for a kiss. Sorry, couldn't resist, you're so cute. He did it again, apparently determined to make Sirius die by self-combustion. She ain't mad. Well, she told me to take a day off for once and do something fun. I'm something fun. Why did he say that? Remus smirked. Yeah, you are. I made a deal with her. I do have to get Maria from my friends and take care of a few things at home. But... His features softened and he blushed a pretty shade of mauve as he shook his head. Sorry, I'm not trying to keep you from you friends. You're here for a bachelor party and I'm sure y'all have a shit ton of things planned and... Remus. Sirius laughed. My friends, as it happens, actually were wondering if you'd join us for dinner tonight.
Remus's eyes lit up and Sirius felt another piece of him melt into goo and fall into the vat of your fucked, that presently contained all of his irresponsible emotions about the man next to him. For real? For real. Liddy says she owes you major for entertaining me for a night and keeping me out of trouble. I don't know that I kept you out of trouble, but I'll take it. Yeah, I'd like that. Uh, where? Sirius checked his phone again. The Golden Steer at eight? It's a little steakhouse off strip. That little steakhouse is the oldest steakhouse in Las Vegas, and it's fantastic. I'll meet you there, or... Yeah, meet me there, just in case we need a quick getaway. Thought you weren't supposed to do crime, Lily's orders? Sirius blanched. Just how much of that conversation did you hear? Remus's smile did not put him at ease, but it did start those butterflies up again. Don't worry your pretty little head over it, darling. You need a ride back to your hotel, or do you want to get a taxi? I can drive you if you want. Sirius did want, but he was also aware that if he got into a car alone with Remus, he wouldn't be able to stop kissing him, which would just make him even more late to picking up his dog. I'll manage. So, see you at eight? If you can't make it, just let me know. Really, no pressure. There are a lot, and you're able to survive the gauntlet, I promise. I'll see you at eight, Sirius. Please be on your best behavior. Sirius begged his friends while they waited in queue for the taxi. They were all dressed nicely, dinner jackets and dresses, ties and polished shoes and all, and the random bag of Vegas was made apparent by the bikini-clad gaggle of women ahead of them. Where's the fun in that? Mary laughed, slinging her arm around Sirius's shoulder. If she wasn't teetering in five-inch heels, Sirius would have shoved her off, but she was and he wasn't a monster. Just be nice. If, that's also a no from me. Mary grinned wickedly and Sirius cast an imploring look at the others. Lily sighed and gave Mary a warning look, but cool-headed Alice stepped in to save the day, as usual. We'll all be perfectly pleasant to him, won't we? Yeah, Flo chirped. And that includes asking him loads of dirty details and sordid questions. No, it does not. Sirius cried. Alice. Alice gave him a consoling pat on the arm and mouthed don't worry at him with a wink. Their taxi pulled up and they all piled into the van. Sirius nestled between James and Peter in the back. Sirius, nervous as anything, kept unlocking his phone to check for a text from Remus, just waiting for him to cancel. This is mad, isn't it? Sirius whispered as he propped his head on James's shoulder. Having you all meet my one-night stand? It's only as mad as you make it. I mean, Lily started off as a one-night stand, and look at us now. James replied fondly. Sirius resisted the knee-jerk teasing impulse to point out that Lily had ignored James for months afterwards, because it was his stag party and all and, well, it had all worked out. I feel really. Well, a little unhinged, actually. I've never felt this way about anyone before, and I can't help but wonder if it's rebound from Evan, or... Stop worrying. James squeezed Sirius's knee firmly. Trust yourself for once, yeah? From what you've said, he sounds brilliant, and if he's making you happy right now, then what's so bad about that? James was right. He was always right, about stuff like that, anyway. It was going to be fine. His friends would... Well, he honestly didn't expect them to be on their best behavior, but they wouldn't be rude, 
Mary might be rude, but she insisted that was part of her charm, and Remus seemed to be made of strong stuff. It would be fine. Remus met them at the Golden Steer in a dark green dinner jacket and starched blue jeans, and Sirius couldn't breathe because Remus's white button-up was open at the neck because he wasn't wearing a tie, and it really was rather obscene to have all of those violet bite marks on display, but he was privately very thrilled every time Remus turned his head and a bruise peeped out. Breathe, Black. Hey, Remus greeted, placing his hand on the small of Sirius's back. Good to see y'all again. This is much better lighting. The maitre de paused upon greeting them and for a moment, Sirius worried they'd somehow violated the dress code. Was James's hair not neat enough? Should they be in tuxedos like the wait staff? You're Remus Lupin, aren't you? Remus smiled. A shy, humble thing. And nodded. Saw your ride a few years back. Damn, boy. He looked Remus up and down, and Sirius felt a surge of possessiveness that he absolutely needed to get into check. Shame about the wreck, though, kid. Would have loved to see you keep going. But it's good to see you up and about. I'll show you to your table, sorry about that, I'm just a big fan. They exchanged very curious looks with each other, and Remus's cheeks turned scarlet. Once they were seated, Peter was the first to break the bubble. So? I'll give you the cliff notes, Remus conceded. Sirius wanted to tell him no, he absolutely did not have to tell them anything if it made him look so uncomfortable, but Remus's hand settled reassuringly on his knee. I was a professional bull rider, and I'd made it to the world finals a few years ago. It was my first time making it that far, but in the last round, the bull threw me. And landed on me. After the briefest moment of stunned shock, they all started talking at once. But Remus bore it with grace, chuckling and trying to filter their rogue inquiries. Finally, Mary leaned forward on her elbows and looked at him. Okay, but... did you win? Sirius felt Remus's posture change more than saw it, felt the shift in his hand on his knee, the relaxed, confident spread of his own legs, bumping against Sirius's. Course I did. Finished building my mama's dream house with the prize money and called it good enough. Sirius hadn't known the bit about the house. It was such a sweet, loving thing to do, and absolutely the type of thing James would do for their mother. Sirius couldn't fathom doing something so nice for Walburga, but if Euphemia ever wanted for anything, ever needed anything from him, he'd do whatever it took to make it happen. All right, that's fucking cute, Mary announced. You sure you're into Sirius? I mean yes, he is objectively gorgeous, but we're a lot of fun. Flo winked at Remus and kicked Sirius under the table with the end of her stiletto. Bitch. Ridiculously, a twinge of concern went through him at her offer though. Remus was by, but... Afraid I'm a bit cow-eyed for your friend here, ladies. He is gorgeous. And funny. Remus turned to look at Sirius, a gentle smile on his mouth that thawed Sirius's momentary frost. And smart. And somehow interested in me, so. Sorry, Flo. Flo made an overly dramatic groan, but Sirius couldn't even be arsed to kick her back. Not when Remus was looking at him like that, all soft and heated, something more than lust in his eyes, like he was something. Worthwhile. That's enough pestering the poor boy, Lily admonished. 
I'm sure we've more to talk about than what life choices he's made, haven't we? The rest of the dinner went off without a hitch. Remus fit in brilliantly with the group. He navigated the probing questions and kept pace with Mary and Flo's teasing banter with ease. He and Peter bonded over Spanish, Sirius didn't even know Peter knew Spanish, and James looked half in love with him by the time dessert came around. It was like Remus had been a part of them all along, and Sirius found it hard to imagine another dinner party without him. You're coming with us to Hackerson, right? Alice asked as they were settling up. I don't want to throw your numbers off. They get a little weird about the male-to-female ratio on weekends. James scoffed good-naturedly. One look at Sirius looking at you and they'll see the ratio's not all that bad. When Sirius scowled at him. He was not that obvious. James grinned. What? You're obviously super gay, love. And Remus is super into you, and then it's really just three allegedly hetero blokes with four allegedly hetero and definitely thick girls and yeah. Perfect. James, he's not. Remus nudged Sirius's leg with his foot and kissed him sweetly when Sirius turned to look at him. I am. And if I'm not intruding, I'd love to come. Mary snorted. Yeah, you would. Remus winked at her and rested his hand high on Sirius's thigh. It'll be fun. Sirius wondered if he could feel or see the growing bulge in his trousers, because it had been plaguing him all night and only his sense of propriety in a nice place was keeping him from dragging Remus to the laths and having his wicked way with him. But Hakusan wasn't that nice. The bouncers did give them a little pause, seeing five men to four women, but Remus kissed the top of Sirius's head and James passed the man a wad of cash, and they were boosted to the front of the line. Should have just let me talk to him, Mary insisted. Could have saved your coin for the first round. Sirius snorted. We wouldn't have time for your methods, Mary. James and Lily made a beeline for the bar. Flo pulled Mary into the dance floor. Alice and Frank decided they'd find a table. Peter had to use the lav. And Sirius was wonderfully alone with Remus for the first time in hours. It silenced the weird humming buzz in his head, settled his nerves. Here among the throbbing bass and the flashing overhead lights, Sirius felt in his element. He adored the club scene back in London. There was a venue for everything, anything that struck your fancy, anything at all. He loved to dance and just let himself go to the beat of the music, let all those bothersome thoughts knock loose from his head and back into the world like the nuisances they were. Here, looking at Remus, Sirius felt electric. Hi, Sirius said, beaming up at him. Hi yourself. Remus gave him a long, deliberate, appraising look. Is it too much to say that dinner was a test of my good manners? You look... Hot. Sirius finished for him. He knew how he looked in a suit jacket, how a well-tailored coat, and really what was the point in anything less, could highlight and emphasize the elegant lines of his body, how this exact shade of blue made his eyes look like the North Sea. Do you want to dance? I'm not a great dancer. Sirius balked and thumped his shoulder. Remus, you've literally nearly made me come in my trousers just watching you move. Trousers or pants? What? Remus stepped in close and dropped his mouth to Sirius's ear. Are you wearing pants under your trousers? He'd been paying attention. Why was that so hot? I. Sirius shook off his shyness and shrugged. 
you'll have to find out, won't you? Dance with me. For all of Remus's concerns, he moved nearly as well with Sirius as he had alone on stage. Sirius had already been amazingly well acquainted with the fluidity of his hips, but Remus kept up with him easily, though Sirius was fairly certain by the end of the second song, they were more grinding and dry humping than actually doing anything that could be called dancing. Smoke and then find your friends? Sirius's ears rang with the piercing quiet of outside the club, but the thunder of his heart was steadily overpowering it. Remus had given their dinner jackets to a server to store with a pass-off of money and he was now rolling up the sleeves of his button-up, revealing his strong, muscled forearms and another two inches of his chest with the next button plucked. The cigarette gave Sirius something non-sexual to do with his hands and mouth, and he caught Remus looking at him several times as he lazily blew smoke. Are you thinking about finding out about my pants situation? Sirius asked casually. Remus opened his mouth to say something, but stopped himself when a man in a white leather jacket, tacky, and it was pleather, strolled up. Mind if I boom light? He asked, looking only at Sirius. He leaned in to cup his hands around Sirius's offered lighter but let his concerningly damp fingertips linger, dragging across the back of Sirius's hands. Oh great. Sirius did love it ever so much when drunk bastards with wet hands flirted with him. Where are you from? Ireland. The man asked, making quite the show of ogling Sirius. Mars. Sirius lied smoothly, blowing smoke at him. And he's from the moon, so piss off. Next to him, Remus snorted a laugh and turned his body against the brick wall to face Sirius and the intruder. He's with me. I'm with him. Sirius confirmed, feeling terribly pleased with how Remus said it. The man muttered something under his breath but took the hint leaving them alone once more. Bet that happens to you all the time, Sirius the Martian. Sirius shrugged, taking a long drag. Depends on who I'm out with, Moon Boy. Doubt that, Remus teased. You go out a lot? Sirius hated that he couldn't read the expression on Remus's face. He'd expect it to be annoyed or something, but it was just... Neutral. Open. Fair bit. I like the energy of places like this. And I get to meet loads of interesting people. Have you ever met anyone like me? Remus had stepped in close again, near enough that Sirius could feel the warmth radiating from his body through his own shirt. Never, Sirius said honestly. Their eyes met, and Sirius swore he saw it. It wasn't clouded by booze or colored by frantic lust or wild curiosity. No. He saw it, the me neither and how could I have? He leaned up onto the balls of his feet and kissed Remus, drinking in the minute sounds and every hitch of Remus's breath. When they parted, Remus's mouth was shiny with spit and his cigarette had burnt to the butt a stick of ash. We should go back inside. Right. His friends were in there. The night got a little hazy after that. One drink became shots, which became several rounds of shots since, according to Frank, you can't have two toasts in the same shot, and they all suddenly had a lot to say about James and Lily, most of it very raunchy. Sirius had glimpses of bliss, of being in Remus's arms all night, hot and sweaty and practically glued to him at every seam, of Remus checking in with him before warning other men off, telling them Sirius was going home with him. Sirius remembered saying goodnight to Frank and Alice and Peter, the lightweights. 
and then to James and Lily, who were already halfway to indecent exposure, and then to Mary and Flo who normally could close the place down. Sirius didn't feel drunk. He remembered drinking plenty of water, and then watching Remus do body shots off of him. He remembered blowing Remus in the lav, and that Remus called him beautiful and perfect and precious and a treasure, and a whole heap of other pretty-sounding things in Spanish. He remembered feeling weightless, indestructible, like he could do anything, take on anything, as long as he held Remus's hand. He even remembered nearly getting kicked out of the Uber when Remus's hand disappeared down his trousers, finally learning that Sirius was again not wearing pants, right there in the back seat. He remembered almost fucking in the lift up to the room, and the beautiful way Remus opened up under his fingers when they finally stumbled in. He remembered how fucking good he felt, tight around his cock and gasping his name. Sirius did not remember getting married.